My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show. Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends, are you kidding me? I am here with some amazing friends today. It is April 1st. I got my man Tommy Vex in the house. Here we are. We got Jimmy Levy right over there, and we got Bobby Sauce. Sauce. Got to get Bobby Sauce. Take naps at Take Naps on Instagram. But it's, it's April 1st, man. It it's is. like, I, I'm, I'm excited for this month. Yeah, you know what? I, and I have to actually come out and tell everybody that, you know what? I was wrong about Joe Biden. I was wrong about Pelosi and Newsom. I was wrong about the vaccine and the jab. I was wrong about all that stuff. It's actually really good for you, and all those are really good people. They love us, man. Yeah. No, they they care about America. We're actually at Nancy Pelosi's new beachfront property estate yes. despite the yeah. threat of global warming yeah. and climate change. Yeah. Uh, Bill we, Gates just bought one. Yeah, stock I just trader. got. We all got vaccinated together this morning. Actually. Yeah, we did. Well, well, it's my 17th yeah. boost, actually. Well, you, 17th booster. Well, you got the Pfizer and the Johnson Johnson and Moderna. Yeah, but I'm all right. I'm doing okay. But we love everything that Joe Biden is doing. He loves America. What a great job he's been doing, man! Uh, the economy is booming. Gas prices are falling. Well, they're going up, but they're really falling. Well, we just really—it's all Putin's fault. We have to spend if we have to spend a little extra money to stick it to, to stick Putin. it to Putin. Yeah, stick yeah. it to Putin. Yeah. We got to stick it to yeah, Putin. Yeah. He's struggling right yeah. now. Yeah, we what, can all get electric cars, and that's you know, I think well, that's the move. Yeah. I think that's what Joe's trying to do, right? Just give us all electric cars. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're all going to get free electric cars no, this you, month. You'll get them with your WIC checks. Mm, yeah, there you go. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's how, yeah. yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. yeah. So what else? What else, Bobby? What do you love about Joe Biden? Uh, pretty much just everything. I like his I like his speaking style. Very clear words. Very yes. articulate. Articulate. Unbelievable. I love it. Really just makes us look great. I feel. Yeah. Yes. Voice of a generation. Yeah, he really, really is. Young, spry. Yeah. Yeah. Spry. Yeah. Spry what do you yeah. love about Joe? I just think that, you know, he's so trustworthy. Like, I really... Mm. Especially around kids. Yes, you know? Yes. Especially yeah. With I the would, embrace. Yes. I, yeah. would, I would love to see him have, like, a daycare, maybe. He would... Oh, I think... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Joe Biden's daycare. Yeah. yeah. Leave but, your kids with us. Yeah. They're in good hands. Oh, yeah. Trustworthy. Babies yeah. for Biden. Babies for Biden. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love that he likes to let kids sure. bounce on his lap. Yeah. yeah. He said it. I just say love bounce and they love bounce on his lap. They're they really rubbing his leg hairs. They really do. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I actually gotta confess, I like rubbing his leg hairs too. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That, those hairy furry legs. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Beautiful. It's something else. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. He's a really you know, you ever he, he you ever see that guy go up a flight of stairs? He's a stair master. Fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Fantastic. I yeah. mean, just Fast. like right up there. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's April 1st. That was our April 1st. Gotcha. April freaking fool's day. They, I think I'm sure the checkers on. love all of that that we just shared. But I can't do it anymore. It's like I, I, I feel my nose growing. And I don't need to get any bigger. But I feel my nose like Pinocchio growing with all the lies that just came out of my mouth. I don't know about y'all. but oh, It's all good fun. It's all good fun. So we are here. They're going to run this as a clip somewhere. They're going to be the sound guy. Like, <laughs> all the conservatives. Secret double agents. Like, um, They've all flipped. They've all changed sides. We're actually at Q's headquarters right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally. We're good. We're yeah. just kidding with you guys. We're in my good friend Adam Weitzman's penthouse in Miami. 
Um, Adam is an amazing friend. He's like family to me. And uh, he said, yeah, you want to go do a shoot, do a show in my place? Go ahead, do that. Uh, is this place amazing or what? Oh, it's fantastic. I'm like, pretty sure Adam is Tony Stark. Yeah. This is I where Iron Man would sense. live, yeah. 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 Shoot out of the glass or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. mostly the 360-degree view of yeah. Miami from right. thousands of feet in the sky. That might yeah. be it, yeah. 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 I don't know how many feet we are up here, but it's the 56th floor, the yeah. penthouse. It's the whole top floor of this building in North Miami. Yeah, it's you guys were on one side. I was hollering for you on the other side, and you couldn't hear me. No, yeah. No. No. We had nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's insane. Did you tell him about the, oh, you got to tell him, he, he, David electrocuted himself. So there's <laughs> yeah. signs all over this Twice. place. <laughs> there's signs all over this place that say, warning, I can read one right now. It says, warning, uh, electric shock for the birds. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And before we get in trouble with PETA, you should understand, it doesn't kill the birds. It, it doesn't harm them. It's like a bark collar for the birds. Yeah. yeah. That's completely PETA approved. So I go outside like, and I, I put my hand on the railing and I get shocked. <laughs> And I thought it was maybe the the friction or the static from walking. So I put my hand on, on it again. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So I put my hand on it again and I got shocked again. And then I realized that's what that warning was about. So uh, Adam, you're amazing, brother. You're such a philanthropist. You're so benevolent. Uh, you are a down-to-earth billionaire, and we love you. We appreciate you. So hopefully everybody's following Adam and staying tuned to what he's doing. But uh, that's, right. that's where we're at today. Yeah. It's been a it's been a it's been an eventful week, right? It's been a very eventful week. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, me and Jimmy finally met each other in person after being friends for almost two years at Mar-a-Lago on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. It was awesome. That was the first time you guys had met in person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we never we never got to hug and and hang out. So that was the first one. I got to meet you briefly, Jimmy, at CPAC. CPAC. But it was I was in and out, and my broken leg was killing me, so I had to go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got to see you again at Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, shout out from the president. I know. What, what and do you want to give any hints as to maybe some other things that could be happening with the president? Well, for, well, firstly, th thanks to Angie and David who got me invited to Mar-a-Lago and, and uh, got I got to meet, obviously, President Trump. And then we went to go see him give a speech. And then he literally started his speech off by giving me a shout out and calling for me in the crowd, yep. followed by David and uh, and our brother, Coffee Anderson. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's uh, we're in the process of... Uh, of um, booking some tour dates that would be in the same cities <laughs> at the same time and same places. Like same location? At locations as uh, <laughs> upcoming Trump rallies. So that's very exciting. So I'm very, excited for yeah, that for you, brother. Yeah, very excited about that. I dropped a new single today. Called, yes, you did. Called Cancel the King about cancel culture. Get it right now on what, iTunes, Spotify? Everywhere, it's on Everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. Go uh, buy Tidal. that. Yeah, it's already at number five by this morning with no radio play because I'm blacklisted from radio, blacklisted from, uh, I, got a, I got a strike on Instagram today for, no, for nothing. I saw that. Yeah, uh, they just want me down so bad. But uh, can't do can't attack. keep a good dog down. No, and they won't. Yeah, and no, we're here. God's got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're covered. We're covered. So, uh, so Jimmy, what are you working on right now, man? I, I just got to say, too, I love your music. I love your heart. I love your passion for speaking the truth Thanks, and, and being bold and courageous to share and expose the evil that is in Hollywood, that mm -hmm. preys on people in Hollywood. Both of you guys have been behind the scenes. A lot of us get to hear 
you know, from people and they say, oh, Hollywood, there's a bunch, you know, it's ran by, you know, pedos or elites that, you know, are Satan worshipers. And it's like some people are just like, ah, is that really the case? Right. What do you have to say to somebody that says, is that really the case? There's really Satanists or people that are evil that are running Hollywood. What would you say? Not everybody in Hollywood is bad. But, you know, Hollywood, even the name itself comes from Satanism, came from uh, the pagans. They had the ancient Druids that they'd cast Hollywood and they would use it to put spells on the masses and they'd consult with mediums and magists in order to brainwash basically the public. So then modern day, we have the television that is in Hollywood and they're channeling portals to program everyone, which is why they're called television programs. And they create all the personalities that we have up until today. So everyone in existence, aside from what God created us to be, is five to ten of our favorite movie characters that we grew up watching and that created our overall personality, whether we know it or not. So we have to kind of slowly unwind and unprogram ourselves. And this is what these same witches have done since ancient history. It's just modern version using the television box. So wow. Interesting. So what would you say to that, Tommy? I mean, you've been behind the curtain, the too, obviously. Well, I mean, I think, you know, Jimmy is so well versed in the history and the spiritual knowledge about the about Hollywood. I learn stuff from you every time we talk. Um, my personal experiences are uh, what do we got closer to the mic? Oh, um, I mean, my personal experiences have been have been through actually deal like dealing with people who are um, sick. You know what I mean? I, I, I moved to to. Uh, to Hollywood when I was 24, you know, I, I got into a relationship with a woman who, she was an adult survivor of, of child trafficking. She was trafficked from the time she was 14 or 15 years old to a big time movie executive, uh, you know, and her mother was the, was her set, her dealer, wow. you know? And so for me, I never heard about it in tabloids or any of that. Like the rumors, I had a firsthand experience of how this ruined this woman's life and, and she, you know, she turned to drugs to cope with it and stuff. And ultimately she got clean and got her life together um, and is is, ha has, is having a successful life and um, is married to somebody who also was a victim of child sex trafficking in Hollywood. Um, sorry, you know what I mean? So, you know, and I've had as a sober coach in LA and, and been in recovery for almost 13 years now, uh, you hear the stories, you hear the stuff, the, the weird stuff. Well, um, I don't think there's anything clearer that shows how evil Hollywood has become than when you've got Walt Disney, the company itself, actively promoting and saying out in front of everybody that they want to promote everything that's LGBTQIA, whatever they're calling it, which is a... To me, it's a spiritual attack on God's creation because God created man and woman. He created male and female. So literally, if you're saying that, you know, no, we're not going to we're not going to agree with that. We're going to say you can be whatever you want to be. It's literally an attack on God's creation and how God created us. Well, it's, so, an, it's an it's an attack on science. Right. So everyone's like, yeah, oh, trust the science, COVID, trust the science, but not biology. Yeah. You right. know? And, and, and this is the thing, too, like what other people's what other adults preferences are. I don't make it a, a vocation of my of my own business. I don't because I mostly because maybe I'm narcissistic and I don't give a shit about what other people are doing. But when it comes to kids, exactly. I don't want my nieces and nephews or I, I don't have kids yet. But I don't want them being taught about 
heterosexuality. That's right. not the, state, the state's job is not to teach our kids about any kind of sexuality. But they it's think the it parents' is. job. Well, they want, they want that job. They want to because the the uh, the child abusing community, right? They're trying to. They're desperately trying to become part of LGBTQ mm-hmm. and LGBTQ has repeatedly rejected some of the very far left wing mentally ill, uh, you know, people that the, those fringe people are, ha- have come up with terms like minor attracted person. You heard that mm-hmm. the, it, there's yeah. no such thing. No, right. There's no such thing. There's no, that's there's, a sickness. Yeah. It's, it's an, it's so he's an attracted illness. to a minor, a little kid. That's an illness. That's a sickness. And you, should, used get, to be classified and you should get help. Such. Yeah. You should get and mental help. Change the class. Yeah. yeah. Why are they injecting sexuality into young kids movies and their culture? Anyhow, it's like, where's the place in there for that? Why, why does the largest creator of content specifically targeted at young children want to interject that? seems unnecessary, wholly unnecessary, unless there was some greater purpose for it. Yep. Bobby, Bobby Sauce, you got that shirt on. Everything is trash. (laughs) Yes. Why, why, what is that? What's everything? Everything is trash, but life is actually quite good. It's just, (laughs) it's just my kind of general assessment of the state of things, you know, the absolute state of the world right now. Obviously, like we said before, Joe's doing a great job and we got Disney doing also great things and just so many good things are happening. No one is really struggling. We're talking about things that you really don't matter and all the things that really do matter don't really get attention. It's like, who slapped who at this award show for people celebrating who pretended to be another person? And then there's all these other horrible atrocities happening happening all over the world and it's like look over here squirrel everybody pay attention to this and it's just like oh did you know that our border is totally scrooged right now do you know that like hundreds of thousands of people are dying from overdoses and a variety of other things and it's like let's talk about ukraine like let's send a couple billion dollars to ukraine while people while people are in bread lines in brooklyn it's like that seems totally fine so everything is trash basically i think i think more accurately everything the left touches is trash yeah Mm -hmm. or like we've heard trump say everything Everything well turns to is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. I, I like how you're breaking down that Hollywood. I didn't even know that. So literally, that's that's historically what those witches would do to try to program people. And now we're seeing it play out in our television and, and movies. And the other thing you said is that individuals, when you said individuals are made up of like the five to ten characters that they watched growing up, hmm. that kind of hit me because that's like yeah. I could see that mm-hmm. because there were certain people that I like watched certain movies that I watched sure, sure. that I would gain like, you know, I want to be like that person. And, you know, like one of the one of them, I, I, I got to tell you, was Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no. I would learn those kicks, man. I would learn those spinning back you kicks. You didn't use them on the roller skating rink, no, bro. that was a long time ago, man. <laughs> I, I used to do that spinning back roundhouse uh, kick. And um, but no, but it makes sense, right? That's and that's what kids do. So if you remember, like when you watched like a superhero movie when you were, what, five five years old, six years old, your first superhero, you leave the theater like pew, 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 pew. Right. You're yeah. acting yeah. like that person, but it's more than just, oh, it's cute, like the kids copy. It's a real psychological warfare because yeah. they ushered that, the cool thing, first, and then the agendas are also using going into your same neural networks that are building up your personality over time. Well, so it's I, I think it's interesting when you you know outline that stuff, and I look back at my childhood and the shows that we used to watch you know, they always had some kind of moral message, right? There was always like, like yeah. Most Full of House, yeah, like Most Full House, yeah. Captain Planet, or, yeah, Captain Planet, yeah. or uh, you know, even He Man. They would have, and, and GI Joe would have like a, a moral thing at the end of the show, yeah. like why? And now 
it's almost like morality is the opposite of what they, yep. you know, like, just remember, kids, just take shit and smear it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to your parents and look at porn. You're like, what? Well, yeah. some of these and you're they movies, now. What you, this is what replaced Blue's clothes? Like, yeah, exactly. Some of these Disney shows is literally doing what you just said. Yeah. They're, they're encouraging young kids to not, not listen to their parents. Yeah. Sneak out, act like grown-ups, and do what the grown-ups at the parties are doing. But this is a very important thing red, to understand. I think it's called Red. It's a so, new movie so, series just came out with, from Disney. So, so check this totally out. Totally doing that for little kids. That checks out. So that checks out. This is a part. So I, I've worked with a couple of people who work in uh, recovering children that have been abducted or victims of child trafficking. One of the main things, Alicia Kozak, um, who Alicia's Law is named after her, she was a child victim. She was abducted on the Internet. She's she's an adult now and she's an advocate against this. And she uh, came on my whole podcast and told her, told my told me her whole story. And what happens is, is with the groomers is they pretend to be another child, a yep. relatable character. Yeah. And they empathize with the victim and then gain their trust. And then as the victim starts to talk about, oh, my, I any kind of negative relationship within the family unit, they exploit it and encourage mm. it. And then basically start a rift to get the child to run away from home. And now they're doing it in these movies. It's so evil. So it's it's like the the actual depth of the grooming that's going on is it's insanity and it's crazy how not enough parents are educated to what to look for yeah because most in in 2020 2022 most child abductions start at home on the computer yep it's interesting you say that about the about the young girls in disney movies even ones that we're familiar with it's like the main character female would leave their family and friends for an older man, a yeah. prince or whomever. And like that was in the movies our age. That's exactly what they did. It's like that happened in The Little Mermaid and it happened in a variety of other Disney movies. Wow. Right. Yeah. Was it you that so posted the that? Prince. They were like against the family. It was like the fam the family was bad. Oh, my evil sisters, my evil mom yeah. and the prince so saved grooming, you and rescued you. If a grooming pedo is playing the prince yeah. or the hero to right. try to rescue a kid from a situation that kids just go through. Yeah. They might remember that, have that, you know, triggered memory of that show, yes. the movie, where they left the house. Wow, that's crazy. Plus that's your deep. plus your family, your parents introduced you to these movies. Mm. And like this even happened in Frozen. It was like the same type of thing. It was like her and her sister, and then the guy well, the rescued little, in the little That's mermaid, exactly what they do. I think you posted it. Somebody posted not too long ago. They're like, the reason why King Triton was mad that Ariel ran off with Eric wasn't because he was a human, it was because she was 13 years old. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like, post that, but that's, yeah, I was that's like, not right. And then I started looking into the ages and I was like, Right. You don't think about these things ever, you know? Exactly. You never think about it. I want to I want to bring something up really quick. Before I do, I just want to say for y'all for all y'all that love the David Harris Jr. podcast, uh, one of the best things you can do to help support my show is do something for yourself. My number one sponsor is still Mike Lindell. He loves the truth that I bring. He loves the truth and the news that I share. And he's got the code with the best discounts is still Trump 2020 because he believes that 2020 is a pivotal year that will wind up shifting everything that happens in our country. So get over to MyPillow.com and use the code, code TRUMP2020 for the best discounts on his website, and he'll know that you heard it here. I love his towels, his sheets. I got his mattress topper. I got all of it. 
Uh, but he keeps I have coming out with more stuff. Pillows, and I still bought Mike's pillows. <laughs> nice. Dude, Get I you just, some pillows. I, I just I, I like Mike. I like Mike too. I like yeah. the vibe. He's Trump twenty twenty. Use it at mypillow.com. So uh, to, to talk about where we were just at with what's happening with movies, how crazy is it that the current president on paper? I always like to say because he's just a paper president in my opinion. How crazy is it that the current president of the United States is also pushing this same agenda to actually allow and support transgender reassignment or home hormone therapy for kids that want to transition kids that want to transition. How insane is that? Well, that spiritually, like people look at like the regular stuff and yeah, it's already wrong because sometimes the child doesn't know and the parents aren't encouraging it. You know, they're, it's all in the family. Spiritually though, that transition comes from the worship of Baphomet. So for you and I, the same way we go to church to pray for Jesus is the same way you pray to Baphomet is by actually changing your child's gender while they're a child. So that's how Baphomet gets glory. And people don't realize that. So they look at the regular stuff and they have arguments back and forth about what's moral, what's not, but they don't look at the spiritual origin of where it comes from. Same thing with abortion that comes from the worship of Moloch. People used to stab inside of the woman and then sacrifice what came out to Moloch. Now, when you're saying people did this, what what time what time was this? Was this BC? Well, AD. The, the first people that would worship Baphomet were in AD, and they would use that in their cults as like a sacrifice. They, it would be the duality. Right now in Detroit, they have a, a the first statue oh, ever. Statue, you yeah, saw that? Like, it, yeah. It's a giant devil, basically, with the horns. And then you have the young boy and the young girl looking up. And it switches the gender. So it's more than just, like, the conversations of, like, what's moral, what's not. Because we know that. But it's, like, where it comes from spiritually is the craziest part. The origin of those things. That's insane to me. I didn't realize that connection either. So literally, when a parent is helping to support a child that's thinking about changing their identity, who, how God created them from male to female, that's actually comes from a practice of worshiping an evil God. Right. And then on Epstein's Island, they worshiped balls. They had the ball owl on the top of the island. People would go under, they would- Is ball, cause Moloch also manifests itself as, as an owl, right? Yeah. So what are the differences? Well, there's the cow, Moloch and then the owl, but they're all kind of like one. The same way, like there's the Holy Trinity. Yeah. They're kind of like the disciples of Satan. In okay. Well, that's trippy. What do you think about this, Bobby? You're not. Where are you at spiritually? I'm obviously a believer, right? In Yeshua. Tommy's a believer in Yeshua. Jimmy's a believer in Yeshua. Where are you at? I was. You're not a believer in Yeshua. I, I was. <laughs> I, I was born. Up. <laughs> I didn't mean to, I, I, I didn't no, mean to put you on the spot. No, it's all good. I, did, I right? was. Uh, I was born Roman Catholic. I all was right. baptized. I did. I went to reconciliation. I was confirmed. Yeah. I was an altar boy for probably about almost ten years. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Growing up, my parents still go you to made church. Made it out okay. Yeah, made all it out right. okay. Luckily, right. and it's sad because it's like you think about all those situations where you're left in a play in a private place now that we've been talking about all this stuff and I'm lucky that nothing ever happened to me and I was in a great place um I I believe in God I believe in a higher being in the universe and a variety of other things I don't go to church regularly at the moment but I do believe certainly that this is by grand design what exactly it is and how I seem to understand it doesn't necessarily fit into one specific denomination but I have been to Rome I have seen the Pope give mass in uh, in Rome and I certainly believe that um, that like it would be impossible for this to be this beautiful if it weren't by divine uh, by divine intervention in some way shape yeah. or form and that's pretty much where I stand with it
Okay. That's well, that's very a, that's close, that's very close to where I was at for mostly the past, you know, because I I found God again in recovery. Mm. So for like, I really came back to church in the last two years, I would say. But I, I and so it's very similar. Yeah. I had to experience very demonic stuff going on in my life yeah. that really polarized me. Uh, that I, that I basically. My the, the way that I see it is that I experienced things that I was like, if this is real, then that is definitely real. And it pushed me in the direction of, you know, uh, accepting Christ and going back to church and getting involved in, in, in the faith that I was brought up in. Yeah. So but I, I completely, I, you know, well, at least completely you at least you're acknowledging as well that there's, you know, intelligent design. And that's yeah. what science says, right? Science literally is proven. It's like there's no way this just happened out of some big bang. Bang. There's an intelligent designer behind how we're here. So well, that's good, brother. I'm when, glad to know that about you. When things are when when I don't know where else to turn, when I feel that like my back is up against the wall and whatever the challenge may be, it's like praying to God is something that I do do. Um, and and being in touch with the universe or the interconnected spiritual web of all things is something that I tune into often to try to get a guide to what is next. So does it fit in a traditional box? I don't know. Could it? Perhaps. But I certainly am in tune that I'm not here alone and that there's a guide or many guides, in fact. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. I know when I talk to people that say that they uh, – and I appreciate everything you're saying – uh, when people talk about being connected to the universe, I say that's good, but I'm connected to the one that created the universe. Sure. <laughs> so Certainly. It's a relational thing, though. But uh, at least you're, you know, that's at least you're open and, and aware. And I think a lot more people right now are waking up spiritually that maybe have been just spiritually benign um, or not had a grid for it because they understand there's there's so much evil at work right now that there's got to be evil forces that are trying to do stuff. And if there's evil forces doing stuff, then there's got to be good forces. Yeah, they're doing stuff. How do you think we make it out of this, Tommy, uh, where we're at right now as a country uh, outside of some kind of miraculous intervention? Um, I mean, it could go several ways. You know, you can look at from from a, the a realist pessimist standpoint is, you know, we could get to a we could reach a Rubicon where uh I think that another series of rigged elections could cause a serious violent um, response from people. I hope that and I pray that every day that that's not what happens. Um, but it's very possible. Uh, I think that we have <laughs> under the guidance of Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and the goon squad, I think they would be very happy to march us into the third world war voluntarily. I, I believe that um, I believe that our country, our, um, our government has been co-opted uh, and that these people do not serve America or the American people. They serve themselves. And I think that they would be more than happy to hijack our military forces and um, unjustly go into war with any country that refuses to kneel to a one world government. So I think that taking over America was the first part of the globalist plan because we have the most sophisticated, powerful military force in the world. So they now, oh, as long as the Democrats are in, have any control over anything, uh, they have the ability to flex that arm 
of our of our government to submit if a country like Russia or China or India w- refuses to go along with the consolidation of all world governments into a one world ruling government, which would be glo- a global communist dictatorship, you know, with certain bourgeoisie electives that got to run rampant over whatever countries they now owned. That's what I, that's the that's the the bad thing, you know. So I think that the more people understand this, the more that they're willing to like. I I know many people who, will, if it happens, they're willing to die. Uh, you know, if they have to, you know, and I may be or not be one of those people. So so having said all that and laid the foundation yeah. for how uh, how. Uh, it, it, only so, it only sounds it, extreme. It looks and sounds. Until how do we if get, it doesn't happen. <laughs> how do we get through this outside of, or, or does, is it going to take some kind of divine intervention well, I think to take place? I, I mean, I think the most peaceful process is um, is just it's civil disobedience, not unrest. You know, because I have a feeling they're going to try to run a new fake disease They'll try to come up with something, you know, th- these people are, they're not very original. Controls. Yeah, but they, they're not original. But what, so whatever is effective, they try to do again, and again, they have already tried to do this. Remember they did, yeah. people mm-hmm. were over blovid and they started saying that there was a monkey that got loose and everyone was like, we saw this movie. It was Dennis Hopper or whatever, yeah. you know, and like, well, Fauci's coming out and, now saying, you know, that though there could be a. Another uh, wave of some other kind of strain. So yeah, he, he needs to be people locked, need he, to wake he up. He needs to be locked up in Gitmo with the 100%. rest of these clowns. He's a he is um, a global terrorist, and uh, he is guilty of crimes against humanity. Hundred percent. Everyone that was complicit in in impeding regular people from getting medications that could have saved their lives, and didn't because they were under the under the financial pressure of. The big pharmaceutical companies are are they're not only complicit, but they're guilty of allowing all those all the people who died who could have lived if they were given proper at home treatment, Mm -hmm. which obviously the president at the time tried to express to everyone. And I think the media is complicit, too. They are. You know, Jimmy, how do we get out of where we're at right now as a country, as a people? Well, I mean. We have the physical war, which, you know, is going to be ushered in very soon, I believe. Um, I feel like we're going to go to war with Russia and China. Um, But, you know, right now the war already started on a spiritual level. Everything we talked about is part of it. You know, the desensitizing, the boggling the minds of our children. Then they showed all they use all the movies because they knew in 1960 there was a clause put in by the CIA um, where they said all motion pictures and any form of entertainment would be a form of psychological warfare in order to alter the American people and their morale. So where, where could somebody find that if they wanted to go look that up? Um, it's the Freedom of Information Act Psychological Warfare Clause. So wow. basically they've been doing this since the 60s. That's why I said they created our personalities, but it was more so to turn us away from God. Everything was something as an, a weapon against the creator because he had a purpose for all of us and many people are now you know, unwinding and finding it like all of us here. And, you know, a lot of people are still caught up in that matrix that was put on us by these same witches that are still in existence and their bloodline that are still here. So the way 
I say we get out is, you know, the Bible says and many scriptures say we are going to go through tribulation. We haven't went through anything yet. We're seeing the spiritual tribulation right now, but we still have to go through a lot. Like there was beheadings, you know, for people that stand with God. There's people that, you know, they're going to make you they're going to force you to pray to a demon or form of a demon. And if you don't. It's going to get more obvious. All these satanic people, all these things, all the agendas, everything that's happening is these people, they know the Bible from front to back. They know all the scriptures from front to back and they're playing off of it. And they know that the conspiracy theorists, they're always a step ahead. They know that all the people that are seeking the truth are aware of what they're doing and they're mocking them. And they continue to do this process and it's going to be endless, endless when in reality, the only thing that matters is we keep our faith in God. We keep centered with that. Because at the end of the day, we can all the physical stuff doesn't matter as long if whenever our time is to leave this earth, we're going to meet the father. And when he can say, I never knew you. And that's the scariest thing. Not anything, not any gun in your face, not any chainsaw, whatever they try to do. The scariest thing is him saying, I never knew you to me. So that's good. That's so terrifying. we need to we need to know him. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know him, it's terrifying. We need to know him. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. How do we get out of this place that we're in right now as a country? What what is what do you what's hope for you? I think the solution to all of our problems is conversations. I think that a unified a unified people and a lot of strong, rugged individuals that understand that their awareness to what's going on day to day and moment to moment is the is the best defense against all this stuff. I don't necessarily think that we can vote our way out of this. And I don't mean vote for the president or vote in the local election. I mean, people just need to be aware because everything is so obvious to all of us that kind of see the truth. So it's it's the conversations. It's the reiterating to people that you need to have discernment from issue to issue, being a distributor of the truth and a distributor of light like you guys are. It's like you you shine the light on things in a spiritual way. You shine light on things that are happening politically, culturally. And we all do that as long as more people are doing that and saying, be strong mentally, be strong physically, be strong in your finances, be strong in your health, be strong in the conversations and the relationships and the people that you keep around you. Make sure that they're high quality people that you can trust. If all of us were just communicating with, with each other about things that really mattered on a more regular basis, I think that the truth would distribute a lot faster. And these, these things like the next sickness or the next war or whatever else, people wouldn't accept it culturally. And I think that I think that politically leaders actually do bend to the will of the people, the uproar of people and what they're saying and how they're willing to move and protest actually changes things a lot faster than waiting till the next election and voting. It's that the collective consciousness of people understood that a lot of the times this is lies. A lot of the times it's bullshit. A lot of the times it's to separate you from your soul, from your individual, from your nuclear family and from the people that you love. Then we would be stronger individually and stronger collectively. I think that conversations are the solution. And that's why censorship is such a threat. And that's why isolating us from each other is such a threat. That's why separating children from their parents is such a threat. It's the open conversation and the constant dialogue, knowing that not everything that you hear is true, whether it's nutrition based, whether it's what's happening in the world, whether it's what's happening overseas. It's like you can only see so far around you. You need to have the, the trust of other people that are strong willed and have discernment and that's, I think, the only way out. I love it. Conversation. That's that's the one thing that we need to have more of. Um, we need to be able to talk to each other, talk to people that we don't agree with on everything, 
but find out what they have to say and hear their heart for it. I love it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I share the same sentiment, man. I think that for all of us, we do need to communicate. We need to understand that we're in a spiritual battle right now. We need to understand and better understand that the, the future generations are depending on us right now to stand up and fight back um, and, and not just take what big tech does to us, not just take what the mainstream media uh, says to us, not just take what, you know, the, the people in the Oval Office and this administration say to us or the people that say trust the science, but then they can't identify what a woman is. It's like uh, there is an absolute spiritual battle. We need to conversate. We can't be afraid to talk to people that we don't agree with. I believe personally that we should all be praying. We've all better understand that because it's a spiritual battle, we've got to be spiritually fed. We've got to do what we can to be, uh, you know, I, I know you like to work out. I like to work out. It's like you, you take your health and your fitness real because you want to be able to get the most out of this body. But at the same time, you better understand that spiritually you can, you got to feed yourself too. And you got to be spiritually strong to be able to withstand what's coming. Because uh, again, it's like, you know, if we're, I believe we're spirit beings in meat suits, right? We're, we're spirit beings in a meat suit first. So our mind will pick up things in the spirit realm, just like, you know, thoughts. You have crazy thoughts that come through your head. You don't know where they came from. That doesn't mean they came from you. And we can pick things up all the time and be confused if we're not spiritually fed, spiritually sound. So that's why I think that there is an awakening that's taking place in the hearts and minds of people all around this country. And uh, and we got to pray that more people do get wake, woke up, that they wake up to the reality of what's taking place. And that we've got to band together. We got to support each other. We got to love each other. And then uh, and then I think we do. I, we absolutely must get into the local elections. Voting does matter. Get into the national elections, the federal elections. Uh, we've got to, I think, especially when people say that who you vote for isn't the isn't a priority. You got to understand that at the local and state elections, these people are dictating what's happening with your kids, your children. That's why so many parents are up in arms in their local school board, school board meetings right now is because now they're finding out that these people passed, you know, legislation to allow these sexual, sexually explicit books in their first, second, third grade kids' classrooms, in their libraries for these kids to go check out. So voting matters, get in your local and state elections, uh, make sure that you show up to vote and show up in person. And I think that one of the best chances we've got to slow down the trajectory that our country is currently on is by changing the people that are making the laws and putting people in office that put America first, put America's safety first, put our kids first, and are going to are willing to stand up to the globalists. So uh, we also have to. We it's also kind of imperative at this point that I think people need to start volunteering. We mm -hmm. need more men to be. Yeah. Poll, we need more men to poll be poll watchers. watchers. Yes, it's a crappy job. But just sign up, be a man. Yes. Show up, and if some lady with blue hair that's you know <laughs> tells you you're not allowed to stand there, tell her fuck off. I'm I'm tell within my somewhere. right. I'm within my right. And and yeah. another thing too is we need to have people, especially in the swing states, we have to start organizing. You know, I don't know if it needs to be run by a nonprofit or just volunteers or veterans to watch the ballot boxes. Yes. In shifts. Right. 100%. And when you see these people coming in, you know, you have to understand, like the left, all they only they all have they're all criminals. They hire criminals. Mm -hmm. They anti every time someone in Antifa gets arrested or dies, 
They're always a pedophile. Every time one of these traffickers, it's always something because they're the way that they're getting people who will do anything for them is they're getting people who are already in trouble. Right. And they're cutting them a deal. So they go do this illegal shit and then they're paying them pennies on the dollar to ruin the country. So we have to actually have active, um, active male presence round the clock at these ballot boxes and if people show up you gotta film them you gotta call the police and film them yep. even if there's nothing you can do about it they will abandon what they're doing because they don't want to get arrested because it's a federal crime we've got to take 2022 back we've got to take back the house and take back the senate and it's going to take i think people poll watch poll watchers men that are watching the polls sure. and they're watching the ballot boxes to do it so uh, that's a wrap for us, guys. Yeah. Jimmy, Bobby, Tommy, bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me on the today's show. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, we'll have to do this again for sure. Next time we get the uh, a billionaire's penthouse. Thank you again, Adam Weitzman, for your uh, your benevolence yeah, and your thank uh, generosity. You. My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.